Stand with me and let me read here just some of it, and then we'll get right into the message this morning. First of all, I want to read John chapter 14. That's what I'll be reading out of the message, chapter 15. If I told them right, is that right, Lee? But I want to look at a verse back over in chapter 14, and how, how does Jesus know that we love him? Just by saying we love him, by action, keeping his commandments. Chapter 14, verse 15. You got it up early? What does he say here? If you love me, you'll do what? He said, so that's how Jesus knows that we love him, by keeping his commandments. How often do we not keep his commandments? Does he just throw us out the door if we fail to keep one of his commandments. He does it, does he? But how is a good way to keep his commandments, to love him? Listen to this, and this is another example of fruit. In chapter 15, verse 1, it's Jesus was talking to the disciples, and evidently, I want to read verse 31 there in uh, chapter 15, or 14. Jesus said, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do you. Arise and let us go thence. So we want to get the picture, and I'm just going to take it easy here for a minute, and then we're going to preach for the Lord's help. So when he said, arise and let us go, that meant that he told them, he said, let's be going on. And Where do you think that Jesus was walking with the disciples at when he spoke this parable unto them? Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. That means a caretaker. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, my father taketh away. Every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may what? Bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Now listen to what Jesus said unto them. He said, Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, talking about bringing fruit, no more can ye, except ye, Abide in me. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and ye are the branches. He that bideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. I know this morning we had a great time. Amen. Great time in the Lord. I've always said there is much, much power in the congregation as they are in the pulpit. And there is much power in the pulpit as they are the congregation. So it takes you and it takes me being in agreement on anything. Amen. Now, as I thought about this, and I thought about what Jesus was saying to them, And he just flat out told them, he said, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman who was a caretaker. And he said, every branch in me that beareth not 
fruit he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. We know what purging anything is, don't we? It means cutting off, trimming up, and then it'll bring forth more and more and more fruit. But he said in order for us, he said, I am the vine. So let's picture a grapevine. And how many branches do you think is on a big grapevine? Anybody know what a branch is? It's the one that comes out from the stalk. What feeds them branches? The, the vine, the vine, the stalk feeds them branches. Now he said, any branch that bringeth not fruit, he said, was cut down and thrown into fire. Now what he was doing, I believe, was telling us as Christians, if we are not bringing forth fruit, then our branches is dried up. We have dried up, and they'll be cut off, and then cast into fire. That's talking, I believe, about the lake of fire. Amen. So we need to get the picture of what he's really talking about here. And so he said, Every branch that beareth not fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. He said, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So Jesus in verse 4, he plainly told them, he said, Abide in me, and he said, I'll abide in you. What a deal that is. Amen? What a deal that is. You abide in me and I'll abide in you. In other words, he's saying just like the branch that's going to bring forth fruit, in order for it to do that, you've got to stick to the vine. Amen? You've got to stick on that vine. If you get separate, the branch gets separated or cut off from the vine, what does it do? It dries up and it dies and it can't bring forth fruit. That's what he's telling us that we need to be a live Christian, and we need to be a bringing forth fruit. Amen? He said, because if you're not, he said, then I don't need you. Amen? He said, I don't need you. And he said, if you get separated from me, from him, Jesus, he said, you get separated from me, he said, then you are nothing, and you can do nothing without me. Amen? Let me tell you something tonight, friend. Without Jesus Christ, we can do nothing. Without Jesus Christ, we are nothing. The Bible tells us that. We're just a walking pile of bones and flesh this morning. It's dried up and dead, uh, and we cannot bring forth any fruit. Amen. But now let me tell you something. If we abide in Jesus and in His Word, uh, then He had told me, he, he tells us, He said, if you'll abide in me and I in you, uh, he said then, he said we can get something done. Amen. And that's the way it is tonight. Well, the church tonight, uh, if the church stays connected to God uh, and to the Lord Jesus Christ, stays connected to Him, and if they love Him and they keep His commandments, uh, I'm going to tell you something. The church is going to go out here and they're going to bring forth fruit. Amen. Uh, and their fruit is going to gain and gain and gain uh, as long as we stay abided uh, to the, to the master. Amen. Uh, why? Because he knows the way. He knows how to do things. Uh, 
He is everything this morning, uh, and we are nothing without Him, but we are everything that he, we can want to be with Jesus Christ tonight. Amen? So He, he said, uh, He said, Abide in me, and I in you, as a branch cannot, and we're branches, cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in me, no more than ye, except ye abide in, in me. Uh, he said, I am. I am. You know, the Bible says it a lot of times. God said, I am. Jesus said, I am. I am. I am. He, he, they said, well, I am. That means they are everything. Amen. They are everything. Without Jesus, and we get connected to Him, Him, without Him, we would never make it to heaven. Why? Because without Him, we don't know the way. Amen. But if we accept Him as Lord and Savior, then we know the way. And if we stay connected to Him, then we won't have no problem making it to heaven one day. There's been a lot of people that started out over the years and they got connected to the vine, which was Jesus. In other words, they got saved and they brought forth fruit for some time. But then down the road somewhere or another, they got disconnected from the vine and today they are nothing. Because without the vine, we are nothing tonight. Let me go ahead and read a little more. He said, He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth, listen to this, much fruit. I like that, don't you? I believe a church, if they're a church of believers, I believe that they'd be out here bringing in fruit. Amen? I believe that. Fruit. For without me, Jesus said, you can do nothing. Now he said, if a, if a man abide in me, are we still connected to him? He, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned up. Verse 7, he said, If ye abide in me and my words, there's the key word, and my words abide where? In, in you. He said, Ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto thee. What a promise, church. What a promise. So why do we go around doubting God and doubting God's Word so many times? When God said, If you abide in me and I in you, He said, Then He said, You can ask anything in my name. And He said, I will do it. Why do we go around worrying about where we're going to get food to eat at tomorrow? Why do we worry about what we're going to wear, what kind of clothing. When Jesus done said back over there in Matthew, He said, I know what you need. You don't have to tell me. I know what you need. All you need to do tonight is stay connected to the vine, which is Jesus. Amen. And quit worrying so much about what's going to happen tomorrow, or next week, or next year. Amen. 
because Bill Dunn said in that song there, uh, he said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. How, how in the world Jesus will never leave you? Uh, Jesus has never left nobody. Uh, if there's any leaving to be done, uh, it's that we have left Jesus. Amen. We have left Jesus. And then we will blame everybody else because we lost our salvation and went back on the Lord. No, you, you went back on the Lord because you made that choice to go back on Him. He says, herein, herein, in verse, herein is my Father glorified. Listen to this. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. How do we glorify God? But going out there and bringing in more, uh, more people, uh, and preaching them the Word of God, hey man, preaching them the truth. Uh, and let me tell you something, not just going out there and getting them, uh, but we've got, in order to get them, uh, we've got to live a life out there before them. If you're in Walmart or you're on your job working, uh, and I know a lot of you, and I used to work around a lot of people, uh, but, but you know, they watch a Christian, lost people watches a Christian, and let me tell you something, they can tell if you claim to be a Christian, uh, they can tell where you've left the vine or where you haven't. Hey man, a lost person will watch you closer than a Christian will watch you. So you're being watched out there. And if you go out there and you claim to be a born again Christian, spirit filled Christian, and you go out there on your job, they ain't going to hear you having filthy talk. They ain't going to hear you uh, talking, telling filthy jokes. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna see you doing things, uh, hey man, that they do themselves and they know that it's wrong. And they see you doing them, you ain't gonna, you're gonna lose that bunch of fruit. And you're gonna be held accountable for it. Hey man, you're gonna be held accountable for it. And Jesus said, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. He said, continue Continue, he said, in my love. How do we continue in God's love tonight? I just read it back over there in 15, uh, back over in chapter 14 and verse 15. How do we continue? If we love Jesus, if we love Jesus, what? We will keep his commandment. That's pretty good stuff. It might be a little different from this morning. That's good stuff. Verse 10, he said, if you keep my commandments, Listen to this. Ye shall abide in my love. Jesus said, Even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and He said, I still abide in His love. There's a lot of love in this Scripture right here. Have we forgot how to love tonight? Have we forgot how to love tonight? If we have, we've got disconnected from the vine. He said, if you keep my commandment, he said, you, you shall abide by my, my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. Listen to this. He said, these things, these things, what? The things that we've just been talking about. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy, Jesus said that my joy might remain in you and that who? Your, and that your joy might be full. Let me read that again. Are you getting it? 
These things Jesus said, He was talking to the disciples, but He's talking to us tonight too. This was not just wrote, written for the disciples and said to them, He's speaking to us tonight. This is His Word. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Amen. I'm telling you what tonight, uh, if you've got Jesus tonight, you ought to be bubbling over with joy. Amen. You ought to be clapping your hands and praising God tonight. Amen. And because if you've got Jesus, you don't need anything else. Amen. Watermelon is good, but Jesus is a lot better. A big steak's good, but Jesus is a lot better. It will feed your hungry for your body for a little while, but I'm talking about getting something tonight that will feed you forever and ever and ever. He said, if you're hungry, come to me. Keep my, keep my commandments. Come to me. He said, if you're hungry, he said, I'll feed you. He said, if you're thirsty, he said, I'll give you the drink. He said, whosoever hungers and thirsts after righteousness, he said, come unto me. Amen. But we've got to stay connected to the vine in order to go to God tonight. Amen. We've got to stay. Church, what's happened to a lot of churches tonight? And I'm not putting them down. I'm praying for them. What's happened to a lot of churches tonight? The church as a whole has got disconnected from the vine. They've tried to do things on their own because they think they can run a church better than God can. When you get that attitude, there ain't nothing awaiting but downhill. But as long as we stay connected to the vine, keep doing our best to keep God's word and His commandments, Bill, we've got nothing to worry about. Amen? We aren't as Christians... Tonight, we aren't we ought to go around looking like, well, I was going to say looking like some of you here tonight. I, all of you looking pretty good tonight. But I have seen the time, Mark, that I've wondered if we've come unconnected with the Lord. Because looking back over the congregation a lot, you'd be amazed if you was up here looking over the congregation sometimes. All eyes usually on me. But my eyes is usually on everybody else. Amen? And you can tell where people's receiving it and where they're not receiving it. You can tell the one that is connected because the one that's connected wants to hear what Jesus said. If it's singing or preaching or teaching or whatever it is, they'll want to know more and more about Jesus. The more you know about Him, the closer you're going to have a relationship with Him. Amen. Uh, and, and, and the more he's going to listen to, to what we have to say. Amen. Verse 12. He said, This is my commandment. It's not mine and it's not yours. This is Jesus. He said, This is my commandment that ye love one another. He said, As I have loved you. How many of us love one another as much as Jesus loved us? Come on, church, talk to me. How many of us love one another as much as Jesus loved us? Well, I thought about this verse. And you know that there's not a one of us in here tonight. As much as I love you and I love every one of you, not partial to anybody, I love everybody the same. I don't love everybody's ways the same, but 
I love everybody the same. But I cannot love you and you cannot love me or anybody else the way that Jesus loved us all. Amen. Amen. How much did He love us? He loved us enough that He came from the portal of heaven, came down here for 33 and a third years or whatever it was, uh, and preached the gospel, walked through Galilee. They spit on Him. They rocked Him. They run Him out of the temple. They done everything and tried to kill Him and finally succeeded. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something. He didn't die because it was the other people's will. He died because it was God's will that He gave Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, and He followed through His will tonight. Are we in the Lord's will tonight, church? Glory! I can shout if I feel like shouting. You can too. I'm receiving that joy that He just talked about. He said, your joy, my Father's joy is in you and and your joy, and you, you can, and He will feel, fulfill your joy. There's joy. Joy in the Lord tonight. Joy and peace. I've heard Christians say, well, He ain't done nothing for me. Christian people, they've got unconnected from the vine. Amen. When they talk like that, I'm telling you, they have, Bill. They've got unconnected. When they say, well, the Lord ain't done nothing for me, or I wouldn't be this sick. I wouldn't have lost this loved one or that loved one. Let me tell you something tonight, friend. Jesus knows what He's doing, and you and I don't. You and I don't know. How much did He love us? Romans 5 and 8 is one of my favorite verses. It says, when we, He commended His love, that means He showed us how much He loved us. When we were yet sinners, He died for us. How many of you are going to die for a Christian, let alone a sinner? Oh, I would die for one of my kids, or I'd die for my wife if I had to. But I'm not dying for you. Because it wouldn't do you no good if I died for you. But Jesus died for you. He died for you. That's how much He loved you. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, I've got my mind made up. Anybody got their mind made up tonight? I'm going to stay in that vine. I'm going to abide in that vine. I'm going to read His Word. I'm going to preach His Word as long as God gives me breath. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to lead the lost to Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what, I think here the last three weeks I've got a second win. I believe I've been born again. Woo! <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> he said, greater love, verse 13 Verse 12 said, This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Verse 13, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. Jesus said, Ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. The only way you, Jesus is going to be your friend, or you're going to be Jesus' friend, if we will listen and do what He says to do. Amen? Sometimes it's hard, ain't it? Sometimes we're a stubborn, stiff-necked bunch of people. Let's just admit it. Sometimes it don't matter what God tells us to do, we're going to do it our way or else. We do it our way, then we wish we'd have waited and done it God's way. Because when we try to do things our way, when God said, no, that's the wrong way, and we try to do it our way, 
it's going to wind up, Tracy, costing us a whole lot more than what it would have. Amen? All right, verse 14 said, You are my friends if you, would, if you do whatsoever I command you. He said, henceforth, from now on, he said, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father. Listen, he said, I have made known unto you. Why couldn't we rejoice in our hearts when we read this and look at this? All things. That the father knowed he has told the son, and the son don't call he don't call us servants anymore. He calls me friend. Why? Because he's telling me what the father has told him, and he has all of us Christians tonight. If we listen to him and read the word and study the word, how many times, how many hours do we spend in the word of God? How many hours a week do we spend in the Word of God? You all ain't going to answer me, and I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. Do you spend half as many hours in this as you do on your phone? Boy, that's killing you all to admit that, ain't it? But you'll feel a lot better inside. <laughs> How many of you spend more time in this than you do watching the TV? You do? You didn't raise your hand when I said it about the phone, did I? Bible says when you're guilty of one, you're guilty of all, girl. <laughs> I don't spend as much time as I need to spend. I mean, sometimes I am. I wake up at anywhere from 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, can't go back to sleep, and I'll get up and I'll go in there and get me a drink of water, go to the bathroom, come back to me, and God said, I want to show you something. I'll sit down, and my wife will be asleep in the way, and I'll sit down in the chair and I'll turn the lamp on the stand, and I'll get started reading, and I'll read maybe for an hour, hour and a half. When I get started reading and God gets to showing me things, I hate to turn it up, turn the, shut the book up and lay back down. But when I do, I might as well set up and keep on reading because when I do, I go back to bed and I can't sleep for thinking about just what God showed me. And sometimes I get so happy and I just lay there in the bed and raise my hand and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's finish up here. He said in verse... 16, listen to this. Jesus told them, after telling them all of this and teaching them all of this, then Jesus said unto them, Ye have not chosen me, but I have what? But he said, I have chosen you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah, church! Jesus said, you didn't choose me. He said, I chose you. I chose to come down from heaven and die for you. I didn't bring you into this world, as a lot of people think, without a purpose. I brought you into this world because I loved you, and I have a purpose for you tonight. Church, don't think that you're the accident or you were brought into this world with no purpose. Every single one of you here tonight, Jesus has a purpose for bringing you into this old world. You say, what is that purpose? I don't know, but one purpose is it mainly, and that He brought us in here to save us, to die for us and to save us, and for us to go to the house of God and worship Him and praise Him. He said, when you enter into my house, He said, enter in uh, with praise and worship. Amen. 
And we come through here sometimes like we've lost everything in the world. Jesus said, I have not chosen. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And he said, I've ordained you. Every Christian has been ordained by God. To do what? You and ordained you that ye should go. Go. Outside these four walls, Jesus said, go. Go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. These things I command you, that ye love one another. That's not my commandment, that's God's commandment. And if you don't do it, you're going to pay for it. Amen. If you're not connected tonight to the vine, tonight will be a good night to get connected. Not just get connected, but stay connected. You know the best way to heaven is to get right, live right, and die right. And then you will make it. Anybody feel good tonight? I feel so good today. I may be down tomorrow, but I feel good tonight. And when I feel good, I'm going to enjoy feeling good. Stand with me tonight.